Hello, and welcome to Connected by Life. I'm your host, Sean Paul Harrison. Connected by Life was created to have engaging conversations about important topics that impact physicians and our clinical stakeholders in regards to organ and tissue donation and transplantation. today's episode, we're going to be talking about physicians' experience with donation and how it impacts their life personally and professionally. Our special guest is Dr. Juan Sullivan from Christus St. Francis Cabrini. He is a critical care physician with over 20 years of experience. He is going to share a unique perspective as a physician and an organ donor. He donated his kidney to his father. Welcome, Dr. Sullivan. It's so great to have you join me on the podcast today. Well, I'm happy to join you, too. I don't know if you remember this, but I, you were one of the first physicians that I met over 20 years ago, so I think I'm dating myself a little bit as well. And, uh, That's right. I think I remember that day. <laughs> hopefully it was a good memory, but yeah. I, I know that it was something that uh, always reminded me of, of the person and physician you are. So having you on today means a lot. So thank you. Well, I appreciate that. So before we get into several topics, Doc, I know that, you know, one is that you're a very experienced critical care intensivist. And if you could share with this one, how long you've been doing it and then what inspired you to get into this career? So I've been uh, an intensivist here at Cabrini since 2004. I actually uh, finished my fellowship in pulmonary critical care in 1998. Uh, so give or take uh, maybe 25 years. Didn't practice, uh, uh, start practicing uh, true critical care until 2004 when I joined the team here at uh, Christus St. Francis Cabrini. I started out wanting to be a pulmonologist more than anything. Uh, and at the time I did my uh, fellowship training, uh, critical care was sort of a, an add-on, but over the course of my career, I felt that I could uh, make a bigger impact on my patients in the critical care arena. And it seemed to be the clinical scenario where I thrived as a physician. Uh, I had an aptitude, a um, gestalt for the intensive care. And that's how I uh, started out my career as an intensivist. Well, I think one of the biggest words that I picked up from that is is impact, because I know that I can speak for, you know, many families and colleagues of yours and a lot of other healthcare workers that have worked alongside of you that you've definitely impacted all of them. So the um, one of the other topics I know that we're going to talk about you know, kind of surrounds organ donation, but I wanted to open it up and see if you wouldn't mind sharing, you know, maybe one of the first experiences that you had donation that impacted you personally. Well, the uh, very first that comes to mind is my uh, experience as an organ donor. My father had developed renal failure in 1996 and was started on um, peritoneal dialysis. At the time, um, you know, I think uh, organ donation was fledgling domain or uh, practice, but uh, it was available. And my first response to my father's illness was to offer myself as a donor. The process was, uh, I will say, as a very uplifting in the sense that I was able to contribute to my father's care, if not uh, provide, provide him with many more valuable years uh, of uh, meaningful life with his family. 
just having him come off peritoneal dialysis, which was a big deal to my father because he, he was quite active and very um, wanted, liked to travel very much. So that was uh, that was my uh, personal experience with organ donation. Since then, um, I have had this, um, call it a romance with uh, organ donation, and I've become a, quite a proponent for it, seeing how it's, it, it has and has the capability of impacting the life uh, of, uh, of people. So one of the things that I wanted to ask you, Dr. Sullivan, is how is that perspective for you you know, being in the medical field and then also at the time having an experience as a patient yourself? So it was, uh, you know, kind of an out-of-body experience uh, being on the receiving end of uh, medical care. I had to forget that I was a physician and not be as hands-on as I would be as a physician and put my faith and trust in, in other people, other practitioners, which is a big step. As you very well know, intensivists like to be in control. <laughs> Surprisingly, I know that's a shocker to you. And uh, not, not be, turning that off as a, as a critical care fellow was uh, somewhat of a challenge. But I did successfully, and uh, I was able to go through the process um, more of like an out-of-body experience, like a, as a third person watching things uh, transpire, being a patient and not a physician, but understanding where things were and how things worked. So there's a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because I, I met a physician a number of years ago. It's a little bit of a different story because she actually received a heart. Oh, she said one of the biggest things that she had to overcome was balancing those roles yeah. and gave a lot of insight into how you, how do you manage the dual roles, uh, the dual roles of, uh, you know, being a healthcare provider yeah. and then now for you being a family member. Yeah. And and that was the key is being a family member, giving my kidney to uh, my father was, was a big, uh, played a big role in, in my acceptance of that part. That was a fruitful experience, I, I believe. How were those conversations leading up to it with with your own family outside of your father? Well, uh, you know, there was no question. Uh, all my siblings, of course, were willing to give their organs as well if it came up, came to it. I was the first that was tested and um, came out to be a really good match. So they didn't bother testing the other three kids. We all knew that's what my father uh, needed, and we all knew that one of us had to give a kidney to him. Um, being the eldest, you know, I been most accessible to uh, to my father at the time because he was in the United States, and I was the only one in the United States. I was the most logical first choice, and I'm happy that I tested uh, that I was a perfect match, near perfect match for him. Well, it definitely sounds like that was that was meant to be for the both of you all. Yes. Has that allowed for that experience for you and your father and, and the rest of your family and then what you do for a living? Was that able to allow you to foster like the empathy and, and compassion that you have for your own practice of medicine? Oh, absolutely. Um, it certainly changed my perspective about organ donation itself and my perspective being a patient and the trust involved, uh, which to others may not come as 
naturally as it has to some of us. It did put me in in that perspective of the patients I treat, and um, yeah, you know, it's changed my my uh, outlook and the way I um, you know deal with uh, families and patients. Whenever you're supporting a family now, you know, or that you have in the past since since you given that gift to your father, and you're working with a family that's potentially losing the life of a loved one, and they could potentially be an organ donor. What are some of the things that you find most important? or value for the family at that time? I think the uh, most important is to assure the family that their loved one is still the patient I am taking care of. And I am not an advocate for whoever is receiving the organ. The second aspect is to make sure that they understand that it's not taking their loved one's life it's providing a life for multiple other people and patients, and that makes a big difference. Now, as you well know, we are not allowed to be in the discussions of organ donation as physicians caring for the patients. That part of the conversation is handled by LOPA. But uh, it, it, that being said, if I were to speak with someone else as a friend or uh, who was going through this process of deciding on organ donation. Those are the two things that I would emphasize that I'm, I'm not advocating for the person receiving the organ. I'm still advocating for them and their loved one. And number two is that it's not about losing a life. It's about gaining many out of one. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Those are all valuable points. And we're going to pick up on the next episode, kind of a different direction, but I do appreciate it. And I look forward to joining you soon. Thank you. And thank you all for listening and being someone that cares about organ and tissue donation. And remember, you can register as an organ, eye, and tissue donor at any time at registerme.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Connected by Life on your favorite podcast app. And remember, you're a light worker. Keep shining. This is a production of LOPA. The content in this podcast is intended for informational purposes only and not intended to substitute for professional medical advice. To read our full disclaimer, please visit our website. The Connected by Life podcast is hosted by myself, Sean Paul Harrison. Our executive producer is Kirsten Heinz. Our production assistant is Chandra Williams. And we are recorded, engineered, and mixed in our Covington, Louisiana studio by Troy Perez. Troy Perez.